0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Coptcast. It's me, Bish. You probably don't know who I am, but all you need to know is that I do not know what this podcast is or what we're uh, trying to achieve, right? I only started this because I love podcasting and I felt it could kind of be easier to address the problems that many people have and the problems that I have as well as a whole. Instead of responding to them on an individual-by-individual basis. the podcast is intended for everyone. However, there are some topics on occasion and content that's tailored specifically to the problems faced by Copts living in the modern Western world or outside of Egypt and Sudan. I do feel that members of other Christian communities or denominations or from other faiths entirely, may find a lot of what I say relatable, useful, transferable to their own beliefs. I just want to point out that this podcast isn't affiliated with the Coptic Orthodox Church in any capacity. I'm just a regular guy who just happens to be part of the Coptic Orthodox faith. All that aside, let's get to know more about me. Because likely you don't know who I am, and I'll be hosting the show a lot, so you're going to get used to me. So, I'm Bish, I'm a podcaster who's interested in a lot of things, a lot of nerdy things like gaming, and anime, and manga, and like superhero comics, and Japanese culture, because I'm such a weeaboo. I also like food. Like, every human being. Uh, actually, you know what, Let's let's scrap this, right? this is sounding like the worst tinder profile ever let's change it up a bit you're probably going to learn more about me through this podcast it's going to be anecdotal i'm going to talk about my life my experiences it's going to get really down and personal i've tried this on my other podcasts and i don't know if people enjoyed it but you know what i'm just going to do it i don't care about what anyone else thinks Well, actually, I kind of do, but that's besides the point. Let's start with the first anecdote, the first story time with Bash. So, let's kind of relate it to how we kind of talk to God, I guess, in terms of prayers. So, a lot of people tend to pray in such a way where they're very orthogonal they're very organized and there's nothing wrong with that but I kind of feel like sometimes it feels like lip service when you're praying and it's just like our father who art in heaven and you just say that and then you go to sleep and it's just like great that's great you're not doing anything wrong but I think you could be maybe doing a bit more I guess like it's not a very formal thing and I don't think people should take prayer that way and I'll kind of share my experience with that so Basically, my dad, great man, died when I was eight years old in 2003. On the 28th of October 2003, he passed away. And this man was my life. Like, he was my only friend. I didn't have friends at school at the time. He was my only friend. I talked to him about all my problems. You know, those silly problems that seven year olds have or eight year olds have? Like, Dad, this guy bullied me at school today. Or, Dad, this guy said a rude thing to me. Or, Dad, this guy picked his nose and he wiped it on my polo shirt. And it's disgusting. You know, that does happen by the way. And for those people who have kids that do that, you'd be ashamed of yourself. That's actually really disgusting by the way. Use a tissue, please. Yeah, so I would talk to him about those kind of things and I I felt that I was often wasting his time. But he didn't see it like that. He saw it as a chance to bond and he probably already knew, you know, looking at my polo shirt, he already saw a booger on it and he probably knew that some kid, or maybe I did it, or maybe he saw some, he knew that some kid just picked his nose and he just wiped his booger on me, right? Parents know things before ch- children even tells them, right? They, they know something is up for the most part. Any good parent knows that. My dad died and I felt that I had no one in life to talk to I had a family, but I felt like I had no one in life. My dad, to that point, had taught me most of what I knew outside of school and education. He taught me how to be a deacon. He taught me how to respect the church. Even though I wasn't necessarily listening to him at that time. Maybe I was listening, but I mean, I wasn't necessarily understanding what he was saying. But he set those rules in place. Um, He taught me stuff like, I remember actually, because... My dad was getting me so hard to try it, and you know, say it properly. And I say it wrong because I, I was a fob. I couldn't speak English. I couldn't speak Coptic. I couldn't speak Arabic. I was the ultimate fob. And he was trying to get me. And on one day, I just randomly said it. You know, I said Ebi stasi And he looked at me. And he said, "Bish, what did you say?" And I was like, "You know what, that And he was just so excited. So I kind of get those memories from him So he was a big part of my life And when he died I'll be honest with you, I felt lonely Before when I was at church I was just there because dad was at church Or, you know And also because we got McDonald's On a Sunday After church, we go to McDonald's And guess what? We get those chicken nugget happy meals, guys Or cheeseburger happy meal With a toy And I remember back in the 90s Pokemon was a big thing and they had those Pokemon plastic toys that were very bad for the environment and you used to get these Pokemon cards as well that was awesome I love that that's besides the point I felt alone you know I felt like you know before I wasn't really praying I was like oh we're just saying our father now and we're just doing this awesome I didn't necessarily understand who I was talking to until until my dad died. Until my dad died and we had a lot of people coming over for the wake. And I kind of seen how bad people were. Right? I understood that people were bad. My grandparents left us um, some money. And they gave it to us specifically, me and my twin sister. And they left it for us in these money boxes that my dad bought. On our final trip to Disneyland. Like Minnie and Mickey Mouse money boxes. And I still own them to this day. And you're probably guessing where I'm getting at. People stole money from children. At Awake. Great people right. And to this day those money boxes don't have. The lids for them. Because obviously people s- stole it. And there was a lot of money in there. But that, that's the thing. People are bad. Some people are bad. And I learned that. I didn't necessarily understand that people were bad. And you're learning that at your dad's wake. is It's a huge thing. And I, I couldn't handle it. I thought that, look, dad's not here to protect me anymore. I have no father figure. And the people that I believed. Who were potentially could be a father figure. Were not acting up. As that. I would pray. I would be angry. I'd be like, God, look, you took my dad away. I'm expecting something in return right and that's at the time I was thinking this is how I'm gonna pray I'm angry I need to tell someone so I told God I just said hey look you took my dad give me someone new I don't care who you're gonna give me whether you're gonna give me a uncle to fill in that spot or if you're gonna give me a cousin or some sort of father figure Give me someone. I didn't care who it was. Just give me someone. And I kept on praying. Literally until I was like 18. Like That was like one of my main things I would be praying about. Please God, give me a father figure. And I'll pray. I don't just pray, pray, pray for that. And I was such an idiot. I was so naive. Because God listened to my prayer straight away. He gave me a father figure. And I didn't understand that. I genuinely didn't understand that. Because I was young. I, my, my judgment was clouded. But it was a good opportunity for me to actually talk to God as the father, right? So he did give me those father figures. He gave me priests. He gave me bishops. He gave me deacons. He gave me people within the community as well. Nice people. I didn't really necessarily understand that because what I was looking for wasn't that heavenly father. I was looking for a worldly father. That's who I was looking for. But when I was 18, I realized that, wow, I was praying for this for so long, but God was always there from the beginning through all those hardships and those troubles and those trials. He was always there. It's as if to say, look, I took your dad away, but I'm giving you something better. I'm giving you me. I'm giving you god you know that's how i felt and it was just like wow so god was that father figure and he still is that father figure for me and those angry prayers kind of set up that communication with god right i mentioned before a father or any good parent knows their children's problems before the children says anything but they want to hear it from the child They want to come to an understanding with the child. They want to make a learning point for that child. And God's the same way. God is our father. And so we need to have that communication with him. We need to call him up and be like, hey, God, this is my problems. You already know it. Right. And soon, I think initially that anger turned into thanks. So it'd be like, oh, God, why you you do this and why you do that? And then it was like, thank you, God, for doing this. Even if I didn't necessarily understand the reason. Because with God, we may never understand his ways. He doesn't just have a way. He has ways. So we may never understand his ways. Or we could understand his ways. He might reveal it to us. He might not. Depending on the circumstances. Obviously, I was revealed that, you know... I kind of got an answer that I enjoyed. You know, not enjoyed, but an answer that I accepted right that through my dad's passing i gained a heavenly father and you know I'm, I'm very happy for that um very very happy for that it's an interesting one to be honest with you because my dad is a great guy right he basically was that father figure and he still is that father figure to me so i was praying for that and I think that's how we should pray sometimes. I think we need to be honest with God. And we need to just sit down and just talk to him. Actually have a conversation with him. Because he's the father. Any any father or any parent would love to have a conversation with their children and help them through their problems. He just wants to hear the voice. God wants to hear your voice. So, I mean, like, next time you got to pick up the phone and you give him a ring. Just tell him. Look, this is what I'm going through. I don't know how to continue but you know everything so you can help me out here and he can but he wants to hear you and I keep on saying that especially when people are like oh bish pray for me I'm going through this difficult time and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and the first thing I asked them I said are you praying for yourself that's the first thing I asked are you praying for yourself and they're like no I'm not praying for myself and I'm like well what, <laughs> what are my prayers going to do they might help don't get me wrong but God wants to hear you first, right? I don't know the extent of your problems. God knows them. I don't. So you should tell him. That's how I see it. And then obviously I can help with my prayers or I can help with whoever's, you know, situation, but you should always go to God first. He's your first point of call in everything. And it should be because he's the father, right? So that's really what I wanted to talk about today and give that sort of insight into that and into that sort of life of prayer etc and that's not to say that praying formally isn't wrong and it isn't beneficial it is beneficial but i also think that praying in such an informal way or praying in such a way where it's a conversational tone is beneficial to both us and the people around us it's powerful don't get me wrong because sometimes you You're saying what what you're meaning. You're pouring out your heart to God. God appreciates that. That's all I'm going to say for this episode. I don't really want to get too much into it because we've got a lot of episodes to do. That's been the first episode of the Copcast. Bye.